0: It's time for JT the Brick.
1: Hey, JT, how you doing, man? Now there's a new team, and everybody's pretty much new, and I got their back. I want this thing to work. Everybody's got to get on the same page.
0: JT the Brick.
1: Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be last-second losses. There's going to be a draft
2: pick that doesn't make the team. Whatever it is, it's Raider Nation. JT, thanks for having me on. Always great to catch up with you, and keep it going, okay? I'll talk to you soon, man.
3: And now, here's JT the Brick. What's up Raider Nation, Harry Ruiz here with you holding down the fort as the guest host for JT the Brick who has the day off, but he'll be calling in during hour number two. For those of you that don't know me, I'm an announcer for the Spanish broadcast of Raiders games here on our sister station, Deportes Vegas, 1460 AM. And today I'm having my first show solo here on Raider Nation Radio. Thanks to JT the Brick, Q Myers, Natalie Marsh, Bobby here on the board today, and everyone in the load broadcasting family for trusting me and hopefully i'll be hanging out more with you guys here on the flagship radio station of the silver and black i've heard people in the past say especially the new folks out here getting used to football in vegas all right football season's over let's wait until august let's wait until september Raider Nation, those of you that have been on board with the nation for a long time, we know it's silver and black all day, every day, 24-7, 365. We talk Raiders out here at Raider Nation Radio, and I want to hear from you. 702-365-9200. I'll repeat it. 702-365-9200. I want to hear from all my Latino brothers and sisters out there in the Raider Nation. East Los Angeles, What's up? Pico Rivera, Montebello, Whittier. I want to hear from you. Oakland, the Bay Area, the yay area. And of course, out here in the new home base of the Raiders, Las Vegas. I want to hear from more North Las Vegas, East Las Vegas, everywhere. Shoot us a call. Let's talk out here on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. And what a great couple of days it has been for the Raiders family out here in Sin City as you've heard over the last couple of weeks on JT's show on Sunday and Monday the Beletnikov Foundation they hosted their Hall of Fame golf invitational for the first time here in Las Vegas they've had their event previously for many years out there in California but now they had it here in Las Vegas and boy was it outstanding Sunday night at the JW Marriott a great party yesterday all day long at the Canyon Gate Country Club I was there from 8am all the way till 7pm Shout out to Freddie B, to Angela Beletnikoff Amber, to all the staff, to all the volunteers With the Beletnikoff Foundation Undoubtedly they do a great job with Tracy's House of Hope And now helping other foundations out here in Las Vegas Other causes, so congratulations on a great event We're going to have interviews with Mrs. Beletnikoff I spoke with Raiders Hall of Famer, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Mike Haynes. I also caught up with former Raiders offensive lineman, Barry Sims, and we'll have those interviews a little bit more ahead here on Raider Nation Radio on the JT, the Brick Show. Just to put it out there what kind of celebrities did we have hall of famers tim brown mike haynes rod woodson of course raiders legends ken shamrock ufc hall of famer former wwe superstar danny Serafine of course from the band chicago rock and roll hall of famer and for all my raider nation family we had rich gannon jacoby ford greg townsend out here in las vegas rod martin came over from socal phil Piano, barry sims willie galt raymond chester willie buchanan andre Risen, eric Wright. it was amazing and of course one of the biggest supporters of the boletnikoff foundation dennis Haysbert, who we all remember as the all-state guy A great voice and a great golfer, too. They did a great job at the golf course. Of course, started everything at 8 in the morning, putting in some practice swings, then the putting competition at 9 in the morning. 10 a.m. The golf started and they didn't finish until like four and it started getting hot. So we went inside for the reception. It was uh, amazing. They had an auction. They raised a lot of money for the Beletnikoff Foundation. And of course, more events are coming to Las Vegas. So keep your eyes open. Of course, your ears out here with Raider Nation Radio 920 a.m. because we'll be talking about it to support this amazing cause. And I want to tell a story. I was out there, like I said, early in the morning. Mrs. Beletnikoff said, said, come out here at 8 in the morning and you'll have a good time. So I got there when registration was starting. I spotted Rich Gannon, which, by the way, no just for men right now for Rich Gannon, all white hair, not like you usually look at him on TV. It took me a while to recognize him and be, that's our last quarterback that took us to the Pro Bowl. Wow. Hey, looking good, Rich. I walked with him towards the practice range, and he was walking with a friend of his. And when he spotted Danny Serafine's golf cart, And he pointed out to his friend, that's the drummer for Chicago. He's a Hall of Famer. I hope I get to meet him later today. 30 minutes later, I walk over to JT, who's practicing next to Rich Gannon. And who ends up practicing next to Rich Gannon? Danny Serafin. It was the ultimate fly-on-the-wall moment for me. I was literally just there taking pictures, taking videos, and... Rich Gannon was introduced to Danny Serafine by JT the Brick and Bobby, I had never seen a football player being such a fan of someone. He was telling him, I went to see your shows here and there and Danny asking him, which year was that? Did you have a good time? And Rich Gannon was like a little kid in Disneyland, having a great time meeting one of his idols and, Us, as sports fans, we're used to doing that with the big players for the Golden Knights, with the big players for the Raiders, Bobby with his Boston squads, with the Red Sox, with the Celtics, and being able to admire those folks. Well, guess what? They're human beings like us. They like music. They like movies. They like sports. They admire other folks, and being able to be there with... Rich Gannon and Danny Serafine in that moment was huge. And Danny Serafine, he's from obviously Chicago, but nowadays he's uh he's he's a Bears fan. But since I interviewed him in the past over at the Crab Fest in 2021, he told me he has a sweet spot for the Raiders. A, because of Fred Beletnikoff, and B because he's a Las Vegas local. He's been here for plenty of years now, and he's going for the Raiders. He says, the Raiders are my AFC team. And of course, he has followed Rich Gannon's career. So it was a cool, special moment seeing that in the golf course. And of course, all the foursomes, they had a pro with them, either a fighter like Ken Shamrock, Danny Serafine, an amazing musician who's still doing great. And I was Very happy to see him out in the golf course after he had a minor health scare recently and amazing football players. Raleigh Fingers was out there as well. So uh, the Boletnikovs, when they say Hall of Fame Invitational, believe me, there are a lot of Hall of Famers out there on the golf course. And someone who, in my opinion, deserves to be in a Hall of Fame of great people is Mrs. Angela Boletnikov, who does an amazing job with this foundation, and I Thank her very much since I met her and her husband for a preview interview for the Crab Fest last year. They've welcomed me with open arms to their events. There was no media yesterday at the the golf invitational. Fox 5 was there early. Shout out to Mike Davis. He did an interview early at at 8 in the morning with the Boletnikovs, but then he had to take off and do more work. I was the only guy out there hanging out, and I was helping out as well with some uh, – helping the volunteers and everything. So uh, a little bit of both working and also being a volunteer and got a couple of interviews. And Angela Boletnikov, I want you guys to hear for her, from her because she ended up saying – telling me when the next Crab Fest is. And I want you to circle that date in your calendar. Why? I'll tell you in a couple of minutes. But first, let's hear to for uh, this interview. From Saturday, Sunday night with Mrs. Angela Beletnikoff. We're here with the one, the only, Mrs. Beletnikoff. How are you doing today?
4: I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Harry?
3: Doing fantastic. Thank you again for inviting La Nacion Raider. The Raider fans, they love you guys. And the support, how has it, you guys felt it out here in Las Vegas now that you guys had the Crab Fest last year and now having the Hall of Fame Invitational this year?
4: Well, this is our first annual out, out here in Las Vegas. And to be fair, I was a little nervous. But I don't have to be nervous anymore. The, the overwhelming support from all of the nation has just been incredible. The celebrities that we have out here today and the support from Raider Nation and the Raiders organization has just been amazing. And thank you so much for being here.
3: It's my honor to be out here to support this great cause. Of course, Tracy's House of Hope is where everybody knows that you guys have always been. But now being out here in Las Vegas, you're helping other organizations as well, right?
4: We are. So we're introducing the St. Jude branch, which is building a facility. It's 10 acres for uh, human-trafficked women starting at the age of 10 on up. Um, we're going to be out there looking at property this weekend to be naming a building after Tracy Blitnikoff and to continue on her spirit and her, um, her dream on helping children and uh, teens uh, get into a better place.
3: And I remember talking with Mr. Boletnikov at the end, before the Crab Fest, and he said that you guys are focused in that. You want to help. You've helped out a lot of communities in the Bay Area in the past. Now you want to help out people in Las Vegas and extend the reach for this organization.
4: I think every city needs a Tracy's Place of Hope. So this is a natural prog- progression for the Boletnikov Foundation to join our family with the Raiders and... Um, to, to reach out to the community that I feel is so well needed, um, we have a calling, if you will, and we want to just fulfill that. We feel that there's a need here, and um, there's a lack of it, so we want to we generate awareness to drug and alcohol abuse, domestic violence, and human trafficking, so we're not ashamed to talk about it. It's a shameful thing when you're going through it, but we want to let everybody know that when you're going through it, you have the Bolitnikoff Foundation to lean on, that we have your back, and we want to give you love and support, the support that you need, um, the serious kind. Um, So we just want to let everybody know that if you're going through that, you're not alone. We've lived it, we've walked it, so we know what you're going through. So we want everybody to live in a better place.
3: I've talked to a lot of guys, both at the Crab Fest and here, and they always say, Angela, it's a fitting name. You're an angel for a lot of people out here, so they appreciate you, and a lot of people appreciate what you guys are bringing because of Crab Fest. They enjoyed being surrounded with legends, and now the Golf Invitational. You guys, you told me about all the Hall of Famers that are coming in. Feeling that love is something great, right?
4: It's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. The, the, the people that we have out here for this weekend is probably the highest mark that we've ever gotten to. Uh, the the, Raider Nate, the Raiders, the, uh, the alumni that have come on out to support us is overwhelming. But I have to make an announcement.
3: Okay, let's see.
4: Uh, a first announcement. So the Belitnikoff Foundation Crab fest, has, we have set the date, December 16th. Right before the Patriots game, so come on out, buy your tickets. We've already we've already started selling tickets. At, it will be at the Paris in um, in Las Vegas. So reach out on, out to the foundation and join us for a lovely event.
3: I was there last time, and I took pictures with some of the legends that were there. And my friends were so jealous. You guys heard it right here. The weekend of the Patriots game that Friday, it's the Crab Fest, the Krabby at the Paris, get your tickets now because they're gonna sell out.
4: Yes, it's okay to be crabby every now and then.
3: <laughs> Absolutely, Mrs. Belenikov. thank you so much. It's an honor.
4: Thank you very much, Harry, thank you.
3: You heard it here first, December 16th at the Paris out here in Las Vegas, the Crab Fest 2022. Last year, they had a stacked lineup of Raiders legends, and they were super friendly with all the Raider nation that was out there taking pictures. Then head coach Rich Bisaccia made an appearance as well. Mark Davis is always there supporting the cause. He was there Sunday as well uh, with his crew, with his family, with his Raiders family. So believe me, Raider Nation, you're going to be helping a great cause and you're going to be meeting a lot of legends in a moment where they're available for you, when they're there for you. If you're helping the cause... They won't have an issue with you with taking a picture with you. They'll post for it. They'll sign an autograph for you. You compare the prices that some folks pay for autographs nowadays at an autograph signing, and you're talking about 100 bucks for an autograph and a picture, 150 at times or more. If you support the Fred Beletnikoff Foundation by paying for a ticket at the Crab Fest, A, you get unlimited Crab, and also you get also unlimited Beletnikoff wine, which is very good, by the way. And you get to meet... All of the legends that are there. Believe me, Raider Nation, this is a great cause to support. You'll have a great time. You will be helping the Boletnikovs and the Raiders family, of course. Shout out to DJ Mike Scott, the DJ of the Black Hole. He was DJing, volunteering out there as well this past weekend, and he did a great job. You Should have seen everybody dancing on the floor during Sunday and then on Monday as well, relaxing after playing 18 holes their round out there at the golf course. So believe me, Raider Nation, follow the Boletnikovs and support. boletnikov.org. All right, switching gears for a minute. Raider Nation, I'm from LA, from Los Angeles, Southern California. The Raider Nation ended up becoming, I've ended up becoming a part of the Raider Nation family because of my uncle. And I'll tell the full story a little bit in the next segment. But I want to hear from you. Why are you a Raider? Why are you a member of the Raider Nation? Why did you start feeling these colors of silver and black that I see everybody rocking in the Bay Area, in Los Angeles? The team hasn't been in L.A. for over 20 years. It's been a couple of years now in Oakland, but I know that the supporters out there keep bringing the love for the raiders a lot of folks travel from oakland to las vegas every single game they got their psls which aren't cheap their tickets which aren't cheap and instead of selling them they come out and they support the raiders because they love this team i want to know why you are a member of the Raider Nation. Why are you part of the Raiders family? Call us here on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. The phone number is 702-365-9200. I just want to remind you, this is a JT The Brick show. I'm Harry Ruiz, guest hosting today for JT The Brick that has the day off, but he will be calling in a little bit later. He's on the golf course right now, putting, getting a little bit more, more practice on his swings. He actually ended up stopping his practice swings when he had a great one because he was like, hey, I don't want to waste these right now. So he might have used them last night, yesterday, sorry, at the golf course. He wasn't part of the top three teams, but he had a good time. And now he's getting a little bit more practice swings with the Coaches versus Cancer crew that is out here in Las Vegas. What a weekend out here in Las Vegas. Coaches versus Cancer, the Beletnikoff Foundation, I think the Billboard awards were out here as well. I saw some friends posting on Instagram. This, the city that never sleeps, we know. that's a nickname for another city. But Vegas? Heck? This is a city where entertainment, where sports, they literally never stop. There's always something going on out here in Sin City. Raider Nation, I want to hear from you. 702-365-9200. Why are you a member of the Raider Nation? I'll tell my story in a bit in the second segment of this show. Of course, Los Angeles, I know a lot of folks listen to us from SoCal, From the la area i repeat islos i want to hear from you i'm from that area montebello i want to hear from you pico whittier of course vegas all our folks out here in sin city i want to hear from you as well today 702-365-9200 also i can read some messages off of social media at harry ruiz on twitter at harry underscore ruiz on instagram i put a couple of posts out there today where you can reply and I can read your comments out here on the JT The Brick Show today, Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. Raider Nation Radio, we're here with you holding down the fort all the way till 2 p.m. here on the JT The Brick Show. Of course, Hugh Myers will be back at 2 o'clock and Vinny Vonsignor at 4 p.m. This is the JT The Brick Show with your guest host, Harry Ruiz. grant williams for his seventh three of game seven it's sandwich time man damn
0: i believe in the work that we've put in i believe in the work that i put in i was rather more you know i was excited for that challenge you know down three two backs against the water going on road against a great team and get a, a must-win game i was i was excited for that as much as it hurt to lose game five I was looking forward to that challenge and stepping up to that, you know, because I believe I believe in myself. I believe in this team, you know. I expected to play the way I did. I expected for us to respond the way we did. So as much as game five hurt, excited for that challenge.
3: As an L.A. native, it hurts to say, how about those Celtics, huh? They demolished the Milwaukee Bucks. Game seven. I was watching it in the gym and I was hoping to be entertained during my being on the treadmill for an hour. And that game was out of reach early. Jason Tatum dominating these Celtics. They're going to give a heat them in the heat. They're going to have a battle in the Eastern Conference final. And on the other side, what about the Suns? No fight in in them at all. Complete demolition from the Dallas Mavericks 123 to 90. These playoffs, they're definitely going to be interesting. In my opinion, the Warriors, they're still the team to beat. They got the experience. They've been there. They've done that. I know that they're not the same Warriors and when they had KD, but I think Steph Curry, Klay Thompson they can lead this team. And, of course, Draymond Green, who I heard that JT the Brick isn't his biggest fan. So we'll keep them in mind. Raider Nation, I said I wanted to hear from you. Why are you guys Raiders? And I got the first call today. It's Black Hole Cisco kid, Cisco, how you doing, brother?
0: I'm doing well, Harry. How are you, my
3: man? Doing fantastic. Out here, mm-hmm. I mean, JT the Brick having him. Hosting, having him ask me to host this show, it's an honor, and honestly, it's even better because I'm here talking with my family, with the Raider Nation, La Familia. Cisco, why are you a Raider, man? Man, I... uh well,
0: one, I had to call in to support my guy, Mr. Ruiz, man. You do a great job. You know, I've always supported you from the beginning when we met in uh, Mexico City. And, you know, we've been friends ever since, man. You're one one solid guy, and I wish you all the best in your career, man.
3: I really, but, really uh, appreciate that, Cisco. You you don't know how much I do. Thank you, man. You got it, man.
0: Hey, so uh, topic at hand, why am I a Raider? Well, you know, growing up in San Francisco um 51 so you know Raiders had won a Super Bowl in 76 then in 80 81 and uh you know the 49ers weren't really anything at that point you know a couple of championship games in the 70s but that was it you know my father kind of was like hey this is our team you know and uh you know obviously you know you love the colors right silver and black the pirate you know and it was just uh it was just a good fun thing to know you know my dad educating me on the team and knowing that we had a you know a latino coach and a latino quarterback and you know he told me that the first name of the team was the seniors and you know so i felt like man this is this is my team this is my team and you know just following all the greats and just as i grew learning the history and and that of the team and Mr. Davis and, you know, how, you know, color was not an uh, anything to him. I mean, if you could play football, that's all that mattered to him. And you were a good person. So, you know, just the team itself, man, and the culture and what they're about, you know, just gravitated me to it. And I've never left and I never will.
3: And how old were you when you went, your, went to your first game? Well... Man, I you
0: know I try to pin my mom down to that, and she can't remember the exact year. But they used to take me when I was a you know little toddler, little baby. So I really can't say, but I I can say the first game that I went to on my own, uh, with my buddies. We, you know, we uh, flew down to L.A. and uh, it was uh, uh, BoJack. Well, no, it wasn't. It was the same year Bo Jackson got hurt. I did go to that game. I was there at the L.A. Coliseum for that game. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, 1987, 88 was my first Raider game on my own as uh, as a young kid.
3: Nice. Nice. And definitely being able to go to the tailgates and hanging out with the Raider Nation, that takes your level of fandomness to another level, right?
0: Oh yeah, man. Always a Raider Nation, man. from all walks of life, man, every color, every creed, everybody, man, we are really truly one nation, you know, one family, one nation. And that's, that's it, man. There's nothing like, like us. We could go on vacation and, and, we wearing a hat or a shirt or something and another raider fan from on the other half of the world will see you and you either get a raiders or a or a thumbs up or a or a you know a hand you know a high five something something you know raider nation I and mean, you know we're we're a different
2: creed that's for sure
3: yeah that's what i love anytime you're wearing silver and black and someone else is wearing silver and black You're not embarrassed of just yelling Raiders and being able to know it's like, hey, it's for real. I do support him, right?
0: You got it. Yep.
3: Awesome, Cisco. Brother, thank you so much for supporting, for having my first call with you, the president of the Black Hole out here in Las Vegas, and I hope to see you soon, man. Shout out to all the family out there.
0: You will, man. Doing a great job, Harry. Keep it up, my brother. Thank you
3: appreciate it there's cisco kid who's always representing the silver and black he's doing a great job out here with the black hole in las vegas we got to have the fan base to not stay we we love the fans that are currently here that are supporting the raiders that have been with the raiders for a long time but we got to grow this even more and believe me the winning the team had last year double digit wins being able to be in the playoffs having a solid showing in the playoffs and having an opportunity to win the game in the final play, this is only going to help even more and make Las Vegas a city that the same thing that happened with the hockey team. When the hockey team got here, there were hockey fans. They rooted for other teams because there were no, there was no team in Vegas. Once they started winning and repping Vegas in a positive manner, the fan base exploded and it became a phenomenon out here in Las Vegas. And of course, the Raiders, I have a feeling it can happen. The same thing can happen. And the stadium, after seeing a couple of games last year where it was a uh, close 50 50 or 60 40 with fans from other teams, I got a feeling in the near future, if the winning comes, the fans will as well. And we'll see that stadium painted silver and black, just like it happened in week 18 against the Chargers. If you allow me, I want to tell my story why I'm a Raider fan. Bobby says, I get the green light, so let's go. So when I was young, I liked playing video games. I had some time off, so I started playing video games. And what games did I like playing? Sports games. NBA, MLB, NFL, of course, with Madden, and even hockey. And I started liking the Anaheim Ducks because of it. But... That's another story for another day. Right now, the Raiders. I started liking sports because of video games. Once I got hooked with video games, then I started watching sports on TV and started getting hooked with sports. And since then, it's been my life. That's what I love the most, sports. I can't get enough of them. I always find myself either watching a baseball game in the morning a basketball game in the afternoon a football game all day long whenever the raiders aren't playing of course when they're on a bye week i'll watch football from the 10 a.m game all the way to sunday night football and the next day on monday when the raiders are playing nowadays i'm working but in the past i'd always be stuck to a tv i moved to mexico when i was 10 years old My mom thought I was going to become an East L.A. gangster once I made it to middle school, and she said, no, I want a better life for him and his sisters. Shout out to Stephanie. She's getting married on Saturday. And shout out to my sister Gabby, who's out there with her kids in Paris, California. So she took us to Mexico, and I grew up in Mexico. I lived out there for 12 years. And my Uncle George, my Tio Panda from East L.A., he gave every time he went to Mexico, he took Raider gear for me. He always implemented that silver and black fandom in me and every time i was the raider game on tv out there because in mexico in the past you were only able to watch one 10 a.m game we're over there at noon and then the afternoon game and the night game that's it if you were lucky you got the raider game on tv and we you know we weren't that great over the 12 years that i was down there in mexico 98 through 2010 we had a couple of good seasons including the super bowl year that the Raiders won the AFC championship and lost the Super Bowl to the Bucks. I would always try to find a way to watch the Raider games and in back then, you couldn't find the website that you can stream the game one way or another. You were either watch it on TV, find an illegal stream on the on the radio out there or just Follow the game tracker, and I would always find myself following the game tracker and listening to the game on the radio. If I was lucky, I would watch him on TV. Fast forward to 2010, I move back to L.A. I move back to the States. I move to L.A., and my uncle, he starts taking me to Raider games. I was a Raider fan, but once I go to my first Raider game in 2010 to South Oakland, you know what I'm talking about, Raider Nation, San Diego, I was in complete awe. I was in shock. I was like, this is supposed to be a road game, and the Raiders hadn't won in San Diego in like eight years. And the stands were packed of silver and black jerseys. The Raider Nation was representing in a way that I was completely shocked. I had seen it on TV, but being there in person, it's another deal. Being able to scream. I was wearing a Namdi Awesome jersey, number 21 and the Raiders won that game. They beat the Chargers 28 to 13. Raiders were huge underdogs, and they won that game. Got to 6 and 6. Two weeks later, my uncle goes to the Raider image in Montebello. The tickets were two for one in Mount Davis. 20 bucks. You got. He's like, want to go? I'm like, of course I do. We do the trek, we do the drive all the way up to Oakland. We stay a couple of blocks away, and you know that little district where they got hotels? We stayed there. Next morning, tailgate, have a blast, have an amazing time. Guess who I bumped into, Bobby? Tom Flores. He's just walking through the parking lot on his way to the broadcast booth. He was part of the broadcast team back then. I told my uncle, I'll admit, I had a couple of modelos on me. I was like, Uncle, that guy looks like Tom Flores. And he's like, That is Tom Flores. He stopped he took a picture with us I was so happy and then I saw Magic Johnson in a golf cart going on his way to the VIP entrance it was a great day the Raiders faced the Broncos it rained during the first half my aunt and my nephews they went to the car my uncle and I we stayed up in Mount Davis watched the game and the Raiders got that win 39 23 against the Broncos the net but that night it rained so my aunt wanted to go back to LA we didn't have the full experience the next week, I ended up winning tickets. Quentin Groves, former Raider, rest in peace. He gave me two tickets on Twitter. My uncle said, let's go back to Oakland. We went back to Oakland. Didn't go the way we wanted to. Raiders lost 31-26. It was my second game in Oakland. I didn't understand that to get into the stadium on time by kickoff, you needed to get in line an hour before the game because the entrances at the Coliseum, they weren't effective, and I missed the opening kickoff. Guess what happened? Jacoby Ford returned at 99 yards for a touchdown. I was outside, and I just heard the huge explosion, a huge war. And I was like, what the hell just happened? I checked Twitter. Jacoby Ford, 99 yards. I met Jacoby at the draft party a couple of weeks ago, the Raiders draft party, and I told him the story, and he was like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm like, no. I, it was my bad. It was One of two touchdowns we scored all day long. So don't apologize. It's all good. The Raiders lost against the Colts that day, 31 to 26. And I was a Raider fan before going to games. But once you start going to games, you get hooked. It's that environment pregame that you hang out with the Raider Nation that you're surrounded, not by other fans, you're surrounded by family. I would fly in by myself later during the 2017, 2018, 2019 season, seasons, my luggage that I would take on my flight, it was a nice chest. I would just fill it up with beers, go from tailgate to tailgate. Everybody offers you food. Everybody offers you drinks, but I don't like going empty handed and everybody has a good time. And the Raider Nation, that's what made me feel these colors even more. Players come and go. Coaches come and go. General managers, front office guys, they come and go. But the Raider Nation, heck, the team has moved from Oakland to L.A., back to Oakland, and now to Las Vegas. And the Raider Nation is still there supporting the team. I know some of them fell off the bus and they were like, hey, we don't feel it anymore. All right you got all the power to you. You can do that. But the big majority of this team, uh, the fans of this team, I know that they can move to Europe, to London, and they'll still keep supporting the team. Fortunately, that won't happen. Raiders have a new home. They got a new stadium, one of the best stadiums in sports, Allegiant Stadium, and definitely won't be moving out of Las Vegas in a while. We know MD, Mark Davis, he's building his new home out here in Sin City, pretty much looking like the stadium which other owner does that have his home look like the stadium where his play where his team plays that shows you how much he loves his team how much it runs in his family in his blood and it's something that means way more for him than it does for other owners of their teams raider nation that's my story that's how i became a raider and how i got hooked with this team And now, believe me, I had one dream job to call Raider Games. And now it's been two years that I've had the honor and the privilege of calling Raider Games on our sister station, Deportes, Vegas, 1460 AM. And hopefully we get more and more wins next year. I want to hear from you, Raider Nation. Shoot us a call here on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. It's time to go to to a break, but coming back, I want to hear from you, 702-365-9200 we we'll
1: Holiday stops, a long three, Suzanne at the buzzer, and it will count. And the Dallas Mavericks have defeated the Suns handily, 123 to 90, a huge victory for Coach Jason Kidd and this Dallas ball
5: club. Just a tough game, Um, you know, all season long. We try to lean on our defense tonight, our, our defense, Wasn't there our offense? Wasn't there either. So I think coach said a lot of it. You know what I mean? We play all season to be in this situation, and it don't work out for us.
3: CP3, Chris Paul, right there on the mic. Will he end up getting a ring or not? I mean, he's done this year, and it. Bobby says unless he he buys one, well. That might be the truth, unfortunately, but CP3, a great player, might be one of those guys that ends up going into the Hall of Fame without getting a ring, and Luca, he's still in contention. I like Luca because he was a Kobe guy. Kobe loved that guy, and he respected him a lot, and hopefully he ends up doing big things in the NFL so far. So good. Well, we got a couple of callers on the line right now here on Raider Nation Radio. At bat right now, we got Ward in Florida, but on deck, George from San Diego. First, we start off all the way to Florida. Gward, how you doing, man? Did I say your name right, first off?
1: Yeah, it's Gwarib, It's Gwarib. G-W-A-R-E-B. Yeah, I usually call it a, a Vinny's show at, at night. They finally got it right. How you doing, <laughs> um, man? Good. How are you, buddy? How are you?
3: Fantastic. Thanks for calling in. So our question today, why why are you a member of the Raider Nation, brother?
1: Well, I've been a Raider fan since 1978. First, I mean, so I go back a long way. You know, I've been watching since I was nine years old. And, um, I mean, those were the days when you really watched real football compared to what you see today. But what what I, what I want to talk, what I'm seeing here is that I've been like I've been calling on Vinny's show, and I've been saying that this, the Raiders—they got to take care of the other side, their cornerback on the other side of the field, and they need to take care of the right tackle. They need a veteran to come in and and solidify those two areas. And I wouldn't actually a linebacker, a sideline a sideline linebacker. We we definitely need these these football players. If you look at this team, I mean we're yes we're filling the defense with. players but with a bunch of a lot of backups i want to see you know i want to see some more top end players on the defense we just can't sit there and just think that like well okay we got jones and crosby and that's going to really you know that's going to solidify the you know the defense completely all the way through but um yeah those are the things i'm very concerned about we need to get a right tackle linebacker a lot real just a real explosive sideline to sideline linebacker and a cornerback like Bradbury would be awesome, for so um, yeah I mean because I you know good, as the Raiders are you know they they're always like a couple players away from injury from 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 losing games over like the injuries that they have so yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, and, and it's a game of inches, you know that, and it can end yeah, up going just... one way or another with a with the play or two. So that's something that we got to keep an eye, an eye on. And going back to your point, Guard, they are getting players, but they're not getting players with big names that were hoping that they might be going for like the chargers they added a lot of names to their defense they were like hey it's one of our weaknesses let's add names over names over names and pay they had the cap space they capitalized on it and they used it the raiders something that i've noticed with this front office they do a lot of moves and it doesn't matter what kind of moves they are but if they think that they're getting the team to a better spot they'll do it yesterday they ended up signing tight end travis koontz cornerback stanford samuels the third and tackle tyron wheatley jr and they ended up releasing a wide receiver that they had just signed a couple of weeks ago as an undrafted free agent trey turner and center brett Heggy. and now it's like we're still waiting for those names that will make us say "All right." They're going for it. But you know what? June 1st is right around the corner, brother. You know that the Raiders are going to get the space in the cap from releasing a couple of players as post-June 1st cuts. And I got a feeling this front office, Dave Ziegler, and head coach Josh McDaniels, they're not satisfied with what they have. And if they see a move that they can pounce on and say, we got to get this guy and he's going to make us better, they're going to do it. I have a feeling that's how it's going to go.
1: That sounds. That's 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 what I want. I mean, this team. I mean, we're there, we're right there. We just need a couple pieces. I'm not completely satisfied until those pieces are taken care of.
3: And you know what, Raider Nation, we need a, a playoff win to be like, all right, we're going in the right direction. I was talking with Leo Gray, who won a Super Bowl with the Raiders on this week, and he was rocking his his Super Bowl ring, Super Bowl 15. And I'm like, man, we need to get one of those that says Las Vegas. And the Absolutely. way the Raiders. The way the Raiders are doing moves, they got to do the thing that they were doing back when you started being a fan in 1978. Gord, thank you so much for calling all the way from Florida, brother. Now, we got George from San Diego. George, what's up, man? How you doing? Harry Hermano Reese. Um, Hey, what's up? I've
5: been listening to Raider, uh, Raider Nation Radio and Q and... Long time listener. Um, but I heard you share your, your story. I got a piece of your story of, uh, you know, from East LA and then you, you got sent to Mexico and, and, and such. And, and that's what prompted me to make this call because I was, I was stricken by similarities. I am, uh, also from East LA, born and raised there. So when, when the Raiders came to, to Los, to LA, that's when I embraced them and, love affair from forever and and right there in East LA and I also was caught up in and you know but I did get caught up but they did ship me to Mexico but I ended up you know over here was a lot of beer over there was my all my tias you know that everyone like drinks scuba, so it ended up worse but anyway so I <laughs> fast forward I have a whole life there right and I ended up you know, going to school up north, you know, Tracy, that. But then my life turned around, and my wife, and then we ended up moving to San Diego. Now, so I've been here since 1990. So I land here, and I was a Raider fan and a Raider Nation. I get here, and I start getting attitude and friction and all this stuff because I always represent. So that made me go back bonkers and like put you know my 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 car flags in the house so and i went to all of those games that you described our home games right here so everything you described was so it just blew me away and i appreciate to hear that so i just wanted to call and share my story that was so so similar to to yours
3: and you know what George, that's something I love right now that the Raider Nation. Yeah, we have a capital right now. Or well we got three. Las Vegas, Oakland, and Los yes. Angeles. Yes. But this yes, is sir, worldwide, man. It is.
5: I, mean, I heard we, you sharing about about how you run into people and, and, and all of the the listeners and the Raider Nation we know that to be true cuz I, I see people in the store in the market or readers or like and there's a bond and a brotherhood and we are different than than most other fans cuz we know our stuff we know our history we represent but it's not just uh, uh, ignorant passion or just we have the knowledge to back it up and we're quick to so where we are we're just another brand and and i love uh I'm I'm glad you're there and you're that bridge all the you know I'm a Spanglish English Spanish so there's there and it's 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 a beautiful thing
3: Hey Latinos we're starting to invade here too Jorge gracias brother Yo I appreciate the call represent Raiders. All day, every day. Thanks for the call, George from San Diego. We got one more caller right here, and he's from Vegas. Jason, what's on your mind, man? Why are you a Raider?
2: Hey, man, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me on. I had to, I had to get in here. Uh, just real quick, I wanted to put something in uh, before I know where I'm still on time. But, uh, hey, I wanted to say, hey, you're a good dude, man. I, uh, my father met you during the draft, and uh, I get to rep one of those audition teams every single day on my Raiders app, man, so... I gotta wrap you up for that one. Thanks, man. Appreciate it for that. But uh, man, uh, me being a Raiders fan, um, I started. I started when I was. I, I started with family. You know, family was was what made me become one. And then uh, finally, when we got to go to a game when I was about nine, ten years old, we get to go to a game against the Bengals. Uh, Charles Woodson with the pick in the end of the game to win it for us. You know, sold the win. So. Ever since it's been the same way, you know, I've always been a fan, and, and it'll never change, man. Now being out here in Vegas, now that they're out here, it's it's just a dream come true that they're here now. So uh, that's that's what I gotta say, man. It's, it's all about the Raiders all day, every day.
3: Hey, how how do you like going to the games out here in Vegas now that they're home?
2: Dude, going to the games out here is awesome. It's it's a dream come true because you know going to Oakland, I had to fly out there, and I got it, it was it was hard. I could only go maybe one game a year, and that was that was if if I was able to. So. Being able to have them here, it's a blessing, dude. I, you know, my my girlfriend, she she tried to make us she auditioned for the X, right? you know. So, them being here is is a huge huge advantage to a fan like uh, like us and the people that are here in town too, because now we get to see what it's like to have a team here instead of having to travel across town or across the state to go see them. You know, it's just a blessing. It's awesome. I
3: love it. Yeah, and something I say is like me in the past, I would fly in either from El Paso, Texas, from Las Vegas to go to Oakland, and you're paying for flights, you're paying for a hotel, you're paying for a rental car or a ride share app or whatever the the to get to the Coliseum now. You just got to drive your car up the Strip and get to the stadium, and it's way cheaper. Yeah, the tickets are a little bit more expensive now, but you compare what you were paying in the past for everything combined to now having them here in Vegas for the locals. Believe me, it's a home run. It's a grand slam for you having them here in Vegas.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. 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 We'll never, uh, I hope they never leave, and I, I
3: doubt they ever will. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for the call, brother. Please say hello to your pops. I appreciate the support, and also follow La Nacion Raider. I appreciate you rocking that pin on your hat, man. All right, brother. You have a great one. Thanks. Thank you so much. The Raider Nation calling in today. Strong from San Diego, from Florida, from Vegas. Thank you so much for the support out here on the JT The Brick Show. I'm your guest host today, Harry Ruiz. It's time to go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back here with our number two. We still got interviews from the Boletnikov Foundation Golf Invitational. Of course, Barry Sims and Mike Haynes are on deck to listen to what they say. You're tuning in to JT The Brick Show here on Raider Nation Radio. You want to call in 702-365-9200.